0: Good morning, social media. Good morning, everybody. Going back and listening to this on a podcast platform, I'm going to kick this on to the FM. We have Dr. Aaron Chapa here in studio with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Good morning. This is KATA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Gardy. It's just after 9 o'clock, and we have a gentleman in studio who has... I almost said single-handedly, but he's changed and helped uh, change a lot of people's lives, giving them a message of hope and healing, an alternative to drug surgery. Uh, this is Dr. Aaron Chapa. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. How's everybody in the world today? I'm doing good. Good I, this morning, yes, I, sir.
1: You know, it's just a, another glorious morning, and I tell you what, like every, um, every time I turn around, I, I'm finding more and more opportunities just to sharpen my axe and to push my, uh, my own vision forward in my own personal life. And, you know, one thing that I love uh, about my mentors over the last, you know, uh, 15, 16, 17, 18 years is they always say the same motto in some capacity, which is never expect people to do something you're not willing to do yourself. And so one of the things that I uh, am really excited about is, you know, everything that I teach and preach on this show, I really do strive to incorporate the lifestyle in my own life, even when it's inconvenient. Even when I have as many temptations and opportunities as anybody else to fall short uh, and to choose anything but extraordinary, I attempt at choosing extraordinary. And God has been just so good to give me great mentors, great teachers, great leaders, great people to teach and um, influence and uh, the direction in which God has wanted me to go all this time, and he just keeps putting people across my path that are opening up the the floodgates, if you will, uh, of uh, a message of hope that gives people alternatives to drugs and surgery, and so Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is right here in League City, Texas, and we're just so blessed and thankful uh, to have a space on y'all show. Love KHE Radio, love Abundant Life, love Pastor Hallam, and and just love you guys, man. I'm just I appreciate y'all as much um, as it, more than words can. Can 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 express because it does. It takes a a team of people to put this show together, and I just thank everybody that's involved in making it work.
0: Yeah, well, we're excited that you are on Khea with us, and we're able to to give some some positivity to the world every week. And how long have we been doing this? We talk about this and, and like go back and count the
1: months, and just can't keep track. Yeah, it's been a long close, time. Uh, you know, two years, and and you know, I just pray that the show continues to evolve. I'm starting to get more and more comments. People are liking the direction that it's going and uh, so you know we're going to keep rolling with it and you know and we welcome you if you are tuning in um i has got a phone number you can call in on the radio there's uh, you can um you can on if you're on facebook you're able to uh, chime in and ask questions we're here to answer those questions this is your show this is your time and so get what you want to get out of it i have my agendas and my my plans but you know i'm always uh, redirected uh, at the at at your request and uh, we can you know, make the show uh, 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 applicable to your life and your lifestyle this morning so that you can take the information apply it to your life and then challenge it and see how it works in and through you everybody has issues everybody has symptoms the symptom patterns that you're that you were not genetically born with is something that we want to help you realize is just a check engine light it's just something That is a burden, a burden in your saddle, something that needs and can be addressed. And all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And I truly believe this. All life starts and stops at cellular level. Nutrition is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to spiral off out of control or to get traction and move forward. And that's what we're going to be talking about this month is about eat this, not that. We're going to be talking about what should we be eating? What should we be doing to influence our body moving forward, and so I just want to challenge everybody that's listening in. You know, uh, evaluate what you're putting in your body as a fuel source, because although a calorie is a calorie of measure, it doesn't. A calorie is not a calorie. Um, a Snicker bar calorie is very different than mackerel. You know, a, a fish. Um, and, and so we've got to learn that our body needs a very specific fuel source to get the blood sugar to stabilize and to get the system to, um, you know, to activate the health pathways in our body, the de-inflammatory pathways in our body, and the detoxification pathways in, a, in our body, the neurological components in our body to, to elevate up to a whole new level. So definitely tune in to our Spotify uh, and our our iPod or uh, iPod our podcast uh, shows, um, you know our iTunes. We're everywhere, and we want this show to just be a blessing to as many people as possible. And we need you guys to help us share it, like it, uh, comment on it, ask questions, be a part of it every week. Look forward to it, and know that you're going to get something amazing if you you know prayerfully come into the conversation, saying, "Lord, teach me something new today about my health." Teach me something new that you want me to know, and I believe that God will deliver that to you. Yeah, so right now it's
0: nine eleven. It's almost 9-12. <laughs> this is Radio.com, 99.5 FM. is Kickstarter. If you're watching on social media, feel free to ask questions. Feel free to hit the share button. I see a lot of people saying good morning, so
1: good morning, Jules. I see Molly, who is on your team over there. Yes. Good morning, uh, Molly. How are you doing? Good morning, Molly. How are you this morning? And, uh, you know, so I thought it would be just kind of fun if— um, I just this is how I start up my day. I, I this morning and I have this satchel here and the satchel is full of um get you guessed it words. Lots and lots of words. Mm-hmm. The first one we're going to pull out Got some books? Uh yeah, shepherding a child's heart. Um you know, and and who couldn't who couldn't be shepherded better, you know? Who couldn't um be pruned today? Who couldn't be challenged today to to or uh, in a in a way that is um you know, real insightful to change the way your 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 life is worked out. This past Saturday, Dash and I come home from um, uh, family time, and I'm, I want to read. I don't want to. I've done all my plan for the day, and I want to do some sharpening. And um, we go up in the library, and we find this book. It says what to say uh, when you talk to yourself. Isn't that cool? <laughs> and and I was like, wow. Um, you know, and, and and a lot of people have negativity to say about platitudes and and, and these types of things that you know, you can't affirm your you can't affirm your way to success. And I get all that. Uh, but at the end of the day, too, if you listen to the negative voice in your head and you feed that negative voice in your head, that negative voice is always going to outperform Mr. and Mrs. Triumph in your life, and you're never going to believe the best about yourself, and therefore you're not going to have the confidence and courage to play your best every day that you show up, that you get up, that you go out and interact with those around you. And you guys, you are all leaders, whether you believe it or not. You're all influential in in ways, uh, shapes, and forms. So just another you know neat little book that you can just get that what exactly what you need just out of the title. You know, um, how about this one? Amusing ourselves to death. You know, and I'm like, wow, you know, amusing ourselves today. Are we being amused to death, you know, where we're being distracted, where hmm. we're not growing? And and what kind of program? It's got a picture of two people with, a, you know, TVs as heads, you know. So what is that message telling us, that we're programmed, you know? Look at this one. Um, speak like Churchill, you know, Winston Churchill. Stand like Lincoln. Take a stand for something. We're in a world today where we need more Words to come out that are influential. We need people to take a stand and to, and to influence people in a positive, powerful way and allow folks to uh, see opportunities that they didn't know existed right before their eyes. Look at this one leadership and liberty, pieces of the puzzle. Life is a puzzle. And, you know, can we leverage the puzzle uh, pieces together into something of a collage and something that is of influence, something that is of beauty that the Lord can. Influence. Look at this guy. This is a uh, one that I'm into right now. Pretty deep in the Screw Tape Letters, you know, by C.S. Lewis. And the way it was, this was described to me as a selling point was um, that the Screw Tape Letters. Yeah, like is the C.S. Lewis? Have you ever okay. heard of this book? I have not. So C.S. Lewis and J.R. Tolkien were best friends. Um, and 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 J.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, These guys wrote um, Lord of the Rings. They uh, they wrote uh, The Hobbit. Um, the What's the where does that one go? Um, they wrote the uh, G- Chronicles of Narnia and those types of thing. They were they were buddies, right? Okay. They, yeah. they, they, and um, so C.S. Lewis is a famous classical writer. This was based out of England. This book, uh, Screwtape, is a as um, a demon. He's like a manager demon, and he's Uncle Screwtape. and he his nephew Wormwood is uh, got patience. You, me, everybody else. We're all patients trying to get us deceived and distracted, and, um, you know, and this is a, a tale of all the, the ways that the devil distracts people and the messaging that happens in dialogue from the evil perspective, from the, the, uh, uh, you know, from the devil's perspective. And there, it's one letter after another that these two guys are dialoguing back and forth on their successes in tripping up people and okay. distracting people. And uh, uh, and this was the easiest book he said that I've ever written, which scared the tar out of him. And he said this book also was the hardest to recover from because of the level of content that's in it. That's a classic book. I have a friend of mine, actually Molly Yurick's mom, uh, um, is is built me a um, a a top ten classical education reading list. So I'm in education, folks. Like uh, like I am all about educating myself about health wellness. And spirituality, and 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 also recapturing what I feel like I missed out on in in my you know upbringing of literature and development of of reading. You know, I, I bought into the lie. You know, who what what influence told me that I couldn't read well? What influence has told you you can't get where you want to get in life? What influence has spoken death and and and, and sabotaged your development? And I decided I'm not going to believe the lie anymore, and I'm going to recapture my own, l- l- you know, uh, upbringing of education, and ins- and hopefully inspire my youth to follow after me and read and develop their own book of words and bucket of words, so that they can influence people as God directs. I
0: was thinking more like chopped and screwed.
1: I know DJ I know. Screw. Yeah. UGK. I I I mean people I I've-, I've grown up with <laughs> for sure. And uh, but yeah, so this is pretty awesome. Sacred Pace. You know, how often are we out of sync because we're too busy? You know, being under Satan's yoke, that's what busy is. And when you're busy, you miss opportunities to be everything that God has called you to be because you're just not hearing from the Lord. And the Sacred Pace by Terry Lopper, this is a Houston company, um, and he was a very successful four-step process in how to hear God more effectively the Art and Science of Low-Carb Living. Of course, there's a health book in here, you know, and, 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 and The Expert Guide to Making the Lifestyle Benefits of Carbohydrate-Restricted Dieting a Lifestyle, you know, where you understand the science. So it's a pretty intense book, you know, not one that you probably want to read, you know, going to sleep at night. Another one from C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, um, you know. And so, and then last but not least, I love this one, Hidden Solutions Are All Around Us you know, uh, hidden solutions all around us. This is a guy out of Austin. Why some people can see the solutions and why some people can't. And how often does God continually give us the signs that we just got to pay attention to it? Are we willing to, you know, be influenced by our surroundings? And I truly believe that you are a product of the books you read, the people you hang around, and the CDs you listen to. So I want to encourage everybody to inventory who are you allowing to put input into your life and is it making a difference is it challenging you to grow is it challenging you to be your best and find mentors people that can come alongside you and say hey this is a this is your top 10 this is your top 20 CDs that you need listed this is what you need to be going through in the, in sharpening your acts the t- teachers and mentors that you need because you can find a crust of bread in the garbage can tell me. I wouldn't do it. you know I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get people that already have fruit on the trees, success that you're after in some area, shape and form, and ask them. follow after what they're teaching you. And so these are just you know cool little way that I just get blessed by my morning and um, and some of these I've read uh, all of them. some of them I haven't read um, but one or two pages. Um, but the, the there's a concept whenever it comes to learning how to study. Called Census Plentyer that I learned from a, a close friend of mine named Dr. Rick Tillman about uh, just grabbing a nugget of information out of every uh, article that you read, every page that you turn, every chapter that you flip, every seminar you go to. Just one nugget. All you need is one, and it's and the whole seminar, or the whole event was worth it. Even if the rest is like un- garbage. You, that's garbage. right. Yeah. If you get one thing out of any book and don't feel like you got to read a book cover to cover open it up and just read you know something somewhere throughout the process and and what happens is you're able to digest what you feel the lord is giving you and i always go into every one of these readings with a prayer lord show me the truth for my heart wants to receive the truth and wisdom and knowledge that you have for me today and i believe that you will give that to me uh through these men who have cuz anybody that's written a book that has truly written uh, a book, mm-hmm. uh, Has they have what we've put in, the 10,000-hour principle. They're put. This is a way of extrapolating out 10,000 hours of somebody else's blood, sweat, and tears in a quick read. And so you might not need all 10,000 of their hours. You might need 40 minutes. You might need one minute. You might need 22 minutes. You know, if you could hang out with the best execs and the best people, leaders uh, uh, in our history, and... They wanted to give you one nugget of powerful information to influence and change your well-being and dynamics of life and how you can be better and sharper and more effective in in every area. Wouldn't you—doesn't that sound good? It sounds great, yes. I Mm -hmm. mean, so then this is how we do it, is we leverage the great minds that God has put before us. And, you know, we that call uh, call ourselves Christians, we are Christ's hands in action. And so we want to reach deep into people's world and allow people to um, uh, be who they are. We have to first change. Don't expect to change the world if you're not willing to look in the mirror and do self-examination. Don't don't ex, you know, when you look at your blood work and people bring in blood work. I help them evaluate their blood work and see the holes in their functional chemistry so that they can see where their body is breaking down and how they can move forward out of that space and into a, a realm of better possibilities, a realm where their lives begin to turn towards the better. They start taking responsibility for their own actions and in, as opposed to just a victim mentality that it seems like we see all around us um, uh, in our world today. And so these uh, you know writings and these materials are all things that have helped shaped and create what I would call a normal miracle in me. Like, you know, this is a, a daily miracle to be able to have access to good information. And, you know, going into that, eat this, not that. Don't go looking for the crust of gar- uh, bread in a garbage can. Go for the meat. Go for the goods. Go for the stuff that's going to be enriching to your life. And so I hang out with people that are enriching uh, to my life. And, uh, and I'll let inputs come in that influence me in a way that sh- make me better that sharpen me that help me look at myself in a different light and i and i and i welcome the hard conversations i welcome the criticism i welcome the critique i welcome the uh the praise and i give it all glory back to the lord I you know try- one of those books you
0: you mentioned like having mentors and friends and and surrounding yourself with the right people but it's even yourself like your own voice like what to say to yourself because if you're saying all of these wrong things, at the end of the day, I think you believe your voice or the voice in your head over the, what other people are speaking into you, so you have to almost learn or, in some cases, retrain yourself to think
1: about yourself appropriately. Like, what does God say about me? That's you right. know, what is, what is right? And remember what we talked about in previous shows all last month. Um, one subconscious thought can stimulate 4 billion neurons. One conscious thought stimulates 2,000 neurons. Two thousand to four billion, we've got to get the 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 two thousand on the back of the four billion, Mm -hmm. and life begins to move really rapid. It's like an ant and an elephant, and that is out of the book. Ant and the ant and the elephant. You know, get your ant riding on the back of the elephant, and that ant will have a lot more enjoyable ride. um, You know, uh, traveling and adventuring the world, cover
0: more ground, way more. Here's a comment from Tammy. She said, "What we feed our minds affects our mental health." In view of the world, just like what we put in our mouths affects our physical health. If it's all garbage and negative in, it will be all garbage out. And then, you know, somebody asked, like, hey, can we get the list of the... This is from Linda. She said, will you post the names of those books on the Living World page or in the comments? Sure. That's an interesting question. <laughs> I say, share this out, and I'll talk Dr. Chapa into doing that. Oh, okay, fair enough. There you go, yeah. <laughs> share the street. I, I love that. Yeah.
1: So, you know, here's the, here, here's the other... This, so, as we go into um, the next part of 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 the month and where we're at in the cycle of life where people are starting to come back the, the world's turning back on if you will uh, it, eat this not that that's why we wanted to this is normally vacationing month uh, but right now many people still aren't vacationing um, but it is a time where we start reevaluating again and again and again what we should be eating and what we should not be eating and you know there there's a, a biochemical stress, there's a mental stress, there's a physical stress, um, and all these stresses cause tissue damage to occur in our body. And this tissue damage is activates stages of inflammation, ten stages specifically. And the restorative functions aren't necessarily always able to meet the demands whenever we don't have good based foundational work in our nutritional status. And so then you get this accumulation of repair deficits that drive the inflammation hotter and that drive the inflammation faster and cause more degeneration to occur. This wears out your stress management system, your adrenal glands, which then causes your body to be hyperreactive to everything. So now your fuse is very short. Your ability and not even just your mental fuse, but your fuse on handling in, uh, inflammatory burdens, say the chlorine in your swimming pool, the chlorine in your tap water, the chlorine in your shower bath water. Um, it could be the, the, the nickel on your jeans that irritates you, uh, on your buttons uh, that irritate your skin. And when you start seeing these little burrs in your saddle start flaring up in a form of inflammation, these are a sign of a reduced immunological repair. Uh, ability and your body is falling apart and the symptoms enhance the stressor and make it even that much more of a stress like a a megaphone coming in and the stress just gets louder and so it moves faster and it's like perpetuating negative cycle of physiological impact on your body and then the symptoms turn into an evolution of infection or toxic buildup where your ability to manage uh, diseases starts really, or symptoms first, um, begins to turn into diseases, and then the diseases turn into something that you've lived with for five years, 10 years, 22 years. Um, And then the only answer you're given is medical medicine uh, and anti-inflammatories. Or we live in a world now where we live in an opioid crisis, where people are literally using drugs that just check out. And we've seen that just in the last, you know, 15, 16 weeks where uh, the, the opioid crisis is heavier and hotter than ever, Dr- external and internal drug use is higher. Um, and we're seeing people still suffering needlessly through, you know, domestic violence and um, spousal uh, abuses and, you know, suicide is up, murders are up and, and like, whoa, what's going on here? And the only, one of the ways that you can change is to first recognize that you can change your your own status. You can begin to make a difference in your own life and start unburdening these burdens that you're carrying. These accumulated burdens are what's driving disease. And so food allergies, recognizing that food is medicine, and it has always been medicine. So anybody that has ever told you, and I have been in doctor's offices, with my mother, and they have told her that that uh, food has no bearing on her cholesterol, that food has no bearing on blood pressure, that food has no bearing on the the uh, her output productivity, and I'm baffled, like, because what do you mean? Like, if that was true, then we wouldn't have to eat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that was true, we wouldn't have diabetes, heart disease. If that was true, we wouldn't see dementia. If that was true, we wouldn't have all these autoimmune disorders popping up in groves and all these childhood disorders and these bone disorders in the elderly. And we wouldn't see what we're seeing. But if you, as uh, I think you said it was Tammy said, that if we put garbage in our minds, we're going to get garbage out. And so the the food conversation is vitally important. How you start your day impacts how your day will end. No question about it. If you start your day on sugar and junk food, you're gonna your blood sugar is gonna spike up like a rocket. But unfortunately, it ain't gonna come down smooth. Uh, that you know, as it should or could, like you know, our SpaceX exploration vessel, sh- you know, dropped some. Ro- I know you were watching that, oh, my right? Gosh. SpaceX, unbelievable! I loved it. I loved it. And you know, and food people don't recognize that. Sugar, in and of its very nature, is an inflammatory um, catalyst. It drives inflammation. It drives heat uh, and temperature into the body and burns up your motor. It is not a good fuel source. It is a – I mean, it's a toxin, and I've got documentation – on 146 ways that we know sugar can influence and ruin your health, and so we are a constant work in process, uh, progress getting that out of our diets because it is coming in in every form through the uh, food we eat, through the out to eat food we get, through the grocery you know packaged processed you know foods that we get access to, the drinks, the sugary drinks, even the baby drinks, the baby snacks, and all the stuff that these kids are getting into. All of these things are loaded, infiltrated with. Exogenous sugar. And guess what? Organic cane sugar is still sugar. I was going to say organic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's organic. still organic. It's organic, but it's still <laughs> spiking the blood sugar. It's still causing inflammation to happen in the blood. Yeah. And and so that is just on the conversation of of sugar. And so what is it that you can do today to influence your health better? For me, when I was 15 years old, it was sugar. We just, I I got sodas out of my diet. I got Capri Suns out of my diet. I got Gatorade out of my diet. All this processed sugar, and, and one of the things that I began to observe is my body weight began to change. My mental clarity began to change. And I think that there was a motivation there because I started thinking more clearly because my body wasn't stressed in the 7, 8, 9, 10 zone biochemically. You see, when your body is in a state of stress, if you measure it on a 0 to 10 scale and you're in a 7 to a 10, your body is what we call reactive. It's overreacting, and it's in, in fight or flight, and you don't make good decisions. All great war heroes have spoken about this, that you don't make good decisions when you're in fight or flight. You've got to remain calm, cool, collected. You've got to keep your biochemistry calm, cool, and collected so that whenever Crazy happens in and around you when you get the bad diagnosis. When you get the, the punch in the gut from a, somebody that loves you and cares about you, but they're coming to you uh, to you share stuff with you, um, you're, you can handle it more effectively because you're riding in that six, five, four, three, two, run zone where your body's responsive. You see, do you want to be reactionary and everything be like a, a an open wound that gets salt poured on it often and picked, or do you want to be responsive? where you're able to, like, ah, I'm not going to step in that pothole. I'm going to put some oint- a good, healthy USF ultra-saturated fatty acid ointment on my wound.
0: So how do we get to that point? How do you get to that point where you can, like, slow down and just be used to making the, the a better decision?
1: First and foremost, I think you've got to monitor the inputs. Who is speaking into your life? Mm-hmm. Are you so busy that when you're ripping and roaring 70, 80 miles an hour down the road that you, you don't even stop while you're driving to look at the blue in the sky and be reminded to... Keep your eyes on Jesus. Are you or is it such blurry on the sides that you don't even see the fact that there is need on the side of the road or that there's a pot or there's a tire in the road coming up? You've got to be observant. You've got to be vigilant. You've got to recognize that you don't know what you don't know. And you've got to start saying, all right, what is it? I don't know about me. You know what? I'm tired. You know what? No, it's worse than that. I'm fatigued. You mean there's a difference? Yeah. Tired is relieved with rest. You go to sleep. You wake up feeling fine. And then you go about your business, you put in a good day's work, and you go home, you're tired, and then you you sleep it off. Fatigue is not relieved with rest. Fatigue is, I wake up tired, I go to bed tired. I'm tired at 3 in the afternoon, I'm tired at 5 in the afternoon. I go home, my kids want to play, and I got nothing to give them. I get up in the morning, and there's a business meeting, and I'm not prepared. And I'm overwhelmed. I'm I'm, I'm literally burning the candle every which way to Sunday, and there's only supposed to be two ends. And I've got it seemingly burning in four. And, and, and you just feel that sense of overwhelm you've got to recognize the pace for which you're living out your days and and are you trapped in the busy being under Satan's joke are you trapped with you know, uh, you know symptoms and and hopeless in finding an answer do you are you stuck in a rut thinking that medicine's the only answer come on man there's more than one way to skin a cat find me any area of life that there is only one way you know what I mean? We dissected a cat in my senior year of high school, and, and there's everybody more than one. did it their way, and <laughs> some of them it worked out better for her than others. The other, yeah. Last Friday, we did, we had, um, I think it was eight kids, and we had eight hearts and eight sheep's eye or cow eyes or something, uh, cow eye and a sheep heart, and we, everybody, although with under instruction, we we tried to do it the, the same way because all the hearts and the eyes are a little different and some of them you know, the texture was different it was some of the tissue was harder to break through like everybody's experience was a little different and i bet you if i brought every one of those kids in here they would give us a different interpretation of what they recall because they're all at different stages of development so therefore they they find solutions hidden solutions to their challenges in life based on what they know and what they've been instructed to know and how they've been taught to think and to work through challenges and work through. There's some one of the young girls there was like, Oh, this is so gross. I can't believe my mom's making me do this. And da, da 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 by the end of it she's like, I'm gonna be a vet. I can't <laughs> wait to do this. I'm like, I wanna be your assistant. I wanna help I want to dissect little, you know, uh, oh uh, you know, animals and do surgeries and, yeah. and, and you know, and I, I mean I convinced my veterinarian to let me come in and watch Him do hysterectomies on my dogs and he goes why do you want to see this because it's fascinating and it was truly fascinating to watch him anesthetize the dog and to, to to lay the dog out and then make the incisions and do all that stuff and people go that is really gross job you're like something's wrong with you that's your dog and i'm like i know but i trusted the guy and and I didn't think he was a barbarian, and, you know, I wouldn't have let him work on my animal if I didn't think, you know, he was going to do a good job, and I regret to this day not dragging my 9-year-old, uh, Akinley uh, along, who is now 14, um, uh, but I re- wish every day that I would have taken her in that room with me because she is fascinated by science. She is fascinated by how the inner workings, and, man, like— that's a that was that's a, very well might have been a once in a lifetime opportunity. I asked the, my new vet if he would they let said, me come said in no? with my do- my cat, and they laughed at me and said, "Heck no!" And I'm like, "Come on, man, I can get you in, Doctor Chopper." There's a place we went and shot uh,
0: some video doing a business spotlight, and I was I, for me personally, I was like, "Hey, let's stop," because the shot was there. We wanted to get the shot in the window when they were doing the stuff. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I was like, no, we get, we got to cut that. Let's angle the camera this way, or like make sure no one's doing anything, and then do it the other way. Because if it's like casually in video, there's a lot of people who are interested in that, like yourself. Yeah,
1: probably uh, your daughter. But then there's a lot of people that are like, no, nah, nah, that's not for me. That's right. Yeah. And, and so we have to kind of recognize where people are at. But you know, this is school. This is education. This is how we you know roll this out. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, you've got to recognize that you've got symptom patterns. So are you evaluating yourself? Do you get wake up with headaches in the morning? Do you have skin rashes that you may have had for 15 years. You may have had for 20 plus years and you just think you're doomed, destined to have it. You may have have tried every diet trying to lose weight but can't. That's a symptom pattern. You may find that you can't sleep at night. Guess what? That's a symptom pattern. You may have high blood pressure or high cholesterol. That's a symptom pattern. Your body's crying out. And so we keep working at chiseling away the parts of you that are burdened so that the inflammation will go down so that your body can see clearly and not be in that reactionary fight-or-flight response and now go into the rest and digest or the healing and repair state, the parasympathetic activation processes. And we've got to get you there. You've got to be taught. You've got to be educated, re-educated, because what you put in your body matters. I always like to say, what you eat is important. It is but what you don't eat is more important it's more important you remember and and if you grab that one nugget so first sugar is poison sugar is if it was introduced into our society today would be a controlled substance an illegal controlled substance that would be divvied out slowly instead we have it at you know knee-high levels eye level of kids so that the kids grab it and throw it in the a shopping cart while you're over there you know not paying attention and, and and this is all by design. This is all by great marketing. Most things that you believe to be healthy today in your life is only healthy because of great marketing dollars spent for you to believe that in the programmed way of the world we go down the road with. Mm-hmm. And so I am teaching a new way. Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is teaching you a better way, a new lifestyle, a way that you can interact with the world. How I was just even, you know, how am I going to live to be 125 fully functional in spirit, mind, and body? How am I going to set my body up for that? How am I going to train it? How am I going to feed it? How am I going to care for it? And so this morning, as I'm doing my little water pick exercise, because uh, I hadn't I've fallen off a little bit in that department, I realized, man, it would be a lot smarter if I did the water picking at nighttime and put all the stuff in my mouth, and drive all the herbs d- deep into my tissues, and then go to sleep on a clean mouth for eight hours. Do you, As, put, you put herbs
0: in the water pick? Is oh yeah, you and I put then echinacea
1: you put and golden seal and chaparral and uh, gota cola and, and bilberry and all these different circula- up you know c- r- things that increase circulation and um, blood flow because in the microvasculature of your gum line and your teeth they're like sing- I'll look at them like single file lines. You know, things go in there slowly and they come out slowly. And so if you get an eight hours of a clean, disrupted mouth going to sleep because your mouth harbors all kinds of infection because it's the number one input from the external world via, you know, toxicity and or infections, pathogens, and um, via the things that we eat and drink, we need to take really good care of our teeth. That's why in the olden days when you would buy animals, they would look at the horse in the mouth right? They want to test and see, do those gums look healthy? Because the the, the gums of the animal determine the health of the being. And so um, Weston A. Price, famous for his dental research around the world, he would go to domestic culture and he would evaluate all these domesticated people and these undomesticated, uncultured people. And the uncultured people had better teeth even though they had no toothbrushes, no dental floss, no two times a year cleanings. You know what I mean? But yet their teeth were healthier than the people that lived in the cities. Their jawlines were wider. They had a more ro- they didn't they, they they didn't have a wisdom teeth impaction problem like the domesticated had. What's up with that? And think about that for a second. You're telling me that the majority of the world god screwed up on by putting too many teeth in your head that you have to have them removed? Come on. I mean, you know what I mean? How that doesn't make sense? Let's think about this logically for a second. What is changing our biochemistry where the blueprint doesn't evolve to manage the gift that we've been given does that make sense like you need all your teeth and you know when you lose those teeth we sure as heck regret it uh you know twofold one we hate the price of it two we hate the the pain of being open mouth for two hours three hours and everybody's got one of those stories you know what i mean and and no offense to my dental friends, uh, I I respect and thankful for what you do because you you don't realize how much of an impact that you're potentially making if you're doing it right, and I hope that you realize that you are mega influential in the health and wellness <clears throat> of people's bodies. But man, what if I clean my teeth better at nighttime, not just in the morning? I do clean them in the morning, but I mean I'm gonna go right into eating thirty forty minutes later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now they don't get that eight hours of rest and repair. I literally make them—I I, I beat them, and then I work them. I beat them, and I work them. And I'm like, why would I—that ain't very smart, Chop. Come on. You do this at night. I know you're tired, but suck it up, buttercup. Is that something that a lot of people do? Like, I've never heard of that before, just putting that, that stuff in oh, your water yeah. pick. and these are, these are longevity practices that have been definitely written down that aren't popular because just nobody's educating people around it. But I'm determined to f- hang out with people that live vibrantly in their 70s, 80s, 90s that are on their way to maximizing their expressive gene code. You know, you have two types of blueprints in your body. You have your phenotype and you have your genotype. Your genotype is your blueprint. It's what mom and dad gave you to work with, right? But the cool thing is, is the expression of that blueprint is what we can manipulate. That blueprint is what allows you via food, lifestyle choices, stress management, attitude on life, who is impacting you and encouraging you, who's discouraging you, what you're starting to believe and not to believe. All those formulations of belief and acting on those beliefs uh, determine the expressive nature of that blueprint. And so we're in the quest to give people tools to express the blueprint that will maximize their gene code. So if my kids can say, let my son... Uh, can be six foot one, all right? But I feed him terribly. I stress him out. I stunt his growth because I didn't give his body the nutrients, whether intentional or unintentional. It doesn't matter because the result's the same. Mm -hmm. Now he's five foot nine, right? What if that same issue is in the brain? What if that same issue is in his heart? What if I stunt those developmental factors? See, I was reading a book from a guy in Australia, uh, from Rob Santich, and, and it's how to develop healthy children I was reading that this week it's on my nightstand that's why it's not in this book list and um and and so um but what the this obscure page I just found on um kids and and adults that every organ system in your body so let's just talk about what an organ system is your adrenal glands those are two glands that manage stress right you've got two kidneys two adrenal glands you've got one liver Everybody's heard that 80% of your liver can be destroyed, and it will never show up on a blood panel. Sorry, blood, pe- blood people. You know? Uh, you've know, you got to be able to look at blood work very differently, uh, not just waiting for patholo- pathology to show up. You've got to recognize pathology in the making, because when it shows up, it's developed. Now, anything your body can develop, it can what? Undevelop. It can undevelop. Amen. Praise be the Lord. Thankful that God gave us a body that can do that right? But will it happen overnight? Not necessarily. It's not as simple as just, hey, give me a new liver. It's not as simple as, hey, give me a new kidney. Or, hey, it's not as simple as, that That gallbladder of yours is toxic. We've got to take that thing out. Losing organs, contrary to popular demand and popular belief, isn't normal. You know, if you've got a gallbladder, God intended it to be there for a reason. So for it to be removed because, oh, it just harbors bile and it's only for helping you break down fats. Sorry, folks, you didn't read well. You didn't think well, you know, and, 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 you, read, and you educated people poorly. That, that gallbladder has a direct impact on heart function. That gallbladder has a direct impact on how you manage pathogens that come down from your food supply. And yes, it manages digestion, but it also heals the gut lining like a bandage because digestion is violent. Digestion is not an easy biochemical process that just happens. It is violent chemical reactions banging together and rustling up the, uh, the the GI tract. And that's one of the driving forces. If we can reduce food allergens and find out which food allergens are driving us to be unhealthy, we can repair the gut and be healthy. And this is what the guy said in the book. He said that every system, every organ in your body has a four to ten fold, nutritional competency to, to develop into. Meaning, if you lose one adrenal gland due to something in life, you lose a kidney due to something in life, your uh, other adrenal gland, your other kidney, the other side of your thyroid, if half of it got removed, will upregulate itself four, uh, six to ten tenfold in its, in its functional capacity to do more work. Grab that a second. You're telling me that the glands that I got right now that are synergistically working together, I can operate on one, and that one will literally enhance its functional capacity to do its work in the, through my, my body as if I had to, and I only got one now? Yes. But now, this idea that you can Take your vitamins and your supplements and your food and you can, you know, you're, you're peeing out all of the excess and you're wasting your time, your money with, you know, with, with the nutrients. It's like saying that um, you investing in your investment retirement account is a waste of time. Your body's not stupid. Your body has been designed by God himself. He knit you together in your mother's womb, and he designed it to know that famine will come. He designed your body to know that seasons of life are going to test the biochemical makeup. And so it is constantly putting into reserves nutrients. So your adrenal glands, for an example, love to store vitamin C. A male prostate or a female uterus loves to store zinc, and and so every system of the body, every organ is not just a functional uh, thing, a functional thing that does something for you. It's also a safe haven, a bank account, if you will, for specific nutrients that allow your body to draw from in time of need. And so we can analyze the body and really appreciate what the body's doing whenever we uh, uh, look at it from this perspective. And so I didn't even realize six to tenfold. That means, that means we're all selling ourselves short uh, by at least six to ten times hmm. our functional capacity because we just don't know that it's, uh, it's what is possible. Ooh! You know, I remember growing up, people say, oh, you can only use 10 to 15% of your brain. Baloney? Why would God give me 100% of a brain if he can only make me lose 10 to 15%? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why would I accept that? I remember talking to some friends on the street corner in in a, in a neighborhood that wasn't mine, having this conversation. I'm on my bicycle, and they're in their car, and we're talking about the power of the brain. I have no idea why or how, but, I mean, whatever. It's <laughs> Dr. Chapa's life. is my life. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I was literally— So what
0: do you think about the brain? Yeah, yeah. How
1: much do you—I could see you bringing that up as a kid. like. <laughs> and and literally, I told these uh, this mom and dad that—I I said, you know, God gave me 100% of a brain. I'm going to use every bit of it. I'm not going to settle for 10 to 15%. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure there's some you know science to why they say stuff like that, but man, I do believe that we as a culture have a tendency to underestimate our power, our ability, our God-given talents, and and the resources that we've been given. And I find that if a person recognizes that anything their body can develop, it can undevelop. If they recognize symptoms as check engine lights, and they can start they start addressing those check engine lights in a way to enhance their futures, we can unburden the body. We can de-inflame the tissues, and then all of a sudden, the gut lining can do its job very effectively and not develop this leaky gut process that enhances inflammation. We can, if we can stop the leak, we can stop pathogens crossing over the gut uh, blood barrier. And then if we can stop that from happening, we can prevent the blood-brain barrier from being penetrated. And then we're enhancing our micronutrient base. We're storing what we need to store. We're leveraging what we need to leverage. And our body is nutritionally sound. Therefore, when you need a strong immune system, your body goes to the immune system bank accounts and makes a withdrawal. Whenever you need stress management support, your body goes to the stress management system and makes a withdrawal. Whenever your body needs to detox because you were exposed to something that you didn't need to be exposed to, your body goes to the detox bank accounts and makes a withdrawal. Isn't this cool? Isn't this, doesn't this make sense? It does. It makes, makes a- sense. And it really fires me up because like, it's really <laughs> starting to click for me. I am still learning, guys. I am still in like awe of like the miracle of life, that this is all happening behind the scenes. And we have made food complicated we have made it so complicated because of good marketing. We're being lied to. We're being, you know, uh, uh, hoodwinked. We're, we're, we're being tricked that, you know, you can eat, make-believe food, and expect anything more than make-believe health. Don't buy it. If you've got symptom patterns that you weren't genetically born with, change. And how you change? Address your food. Go do what all uh, people that sit down with you and your finances ask you to do first. What do they ask you to do first? I think to bring everything in, like bring your records. Let me see where, where's the money going. Where's it going? Track mm-hmm. everything. So start looking at your food plan, write it down. You know, I had I, I've got patients. They say oh, I got a perfect diet. Everybody always tells me they got a perfect diet. I but, do. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. And and so I mean, the reality is is okay. What is perfect diet? Because we are all unique. And so maybe there's foods on your list that are inflammatory to your digestive tract, and you keep eating that over and over. For example, I find that if I get into even, like, steel-cut oats, my body just doesn't digest that. Like, it clogs my system up. And, you know, I- I'm blown away. And when I say clogged up, like, like scary bloated, scary uh, hardness of cha- and frequency of bowels change drastically. And so you can assess your body... By how well you eat and how well you eliminate. You can assess your body and how well you eat or how poorly you eat and how good you feel or how good or how bad you feel. And or what symptoms always seem to be kicking you in the pants. Are you get migraines. Are you getting this or that? Maybe your body's opened up another layer. Remember, you're an onion. We keep peeling back the layers, getting down to the core of your problem, and all of a sudden we start realizing, Wow, I stink. I smell like an onion. I smell like garlic why would your body do that? Because it's literally pushing stuff through. The herbs drive function and process. The food that we eat builds up our reserves so that we can have healthy foundation to build upon. And so we look at the top four most common food allergens. And the most common food allergens that we deal with are wheat, dairy, corn, and soy. So we'll talk more about these um, as the as the the month continues. But we we know that these foods irritate and disrupt the gut lining. And when the gut lining is irritated and um, disrupting, or is being disrupted, it's more susceptible to the outside world. And the more susceptible to the outside world it is, the more it, it can be inflamed internally. You see, when you eat food, food comes in, you chew it up, you swallow it down, and through a process called peristalsis muscle contraction a a rhythmic wave movement happens and it goes into your stomach where it's extraordinarily acidic by the way we live in a world where we're extraordinarily determined to make the stomach alkaline because everybody's got reflux everybody has indigestion everybody's got upper GI bloating and all that's an indication of is that your stomach is out of sync it is not producing the adequate digestive support because you've worn it out because you're eating fake food that doesn't have biophotons. That doesn't have uh, uh, you know the enzymes necessary to break itself down in the presence of the acid environment. That is the catalyst. So we're actually wearing out our own digestive abilities, and then we're compromising them and putting antacids into people, especially our children, our babies, our infants. Oh, your baby's got colic. Give them give them some reflux medication. Give them some antacids. You know, just do a little study on proton pump inhibitors, PPIs, and you'll be b- befuddled, baffled on why these things are even used. Oh, but Dr. Chopper, you've never had dragon breath. You've never had the burning in your chest. You've never had the pain that I suffer with every night when I go to bed. Oh, contraire, Mofraire. frere. I've eaten poisonous food too. And guess what? It has the same impact on my chemistry as it will yours because it's fake food. My body says, what are you doing, Chopper? Don't eat that? But 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 it tastes good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, I've rationalized bad behavior just like the rest of you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I also recognize I've played this game long enough that it's my life, it's my health, it's my choice. I have to be willing to recognize that that is not normal and I can't blame it on my mom. I can't blame it on my dad for the way my symptom patterns are expressing themselves. I can't blame
0: them. Who can we blame? And I'm not blaming myself. I know. Well, that's the Heaven last person. forbid the, of the list. ever
1: look in the mirror. You know what I mean? However, and we won't either. We won't blame you either, but we will educate you to start observing. Okay, good. Because what happens, and this is something that is really powerful that I observe in my office. Mm-hmm. I believe the way we are able to see the normal miracles of life happen in and through our, pr- our practice is we enhance your endocrine function. We balance your blood sugar. We regulate your mineral base. We upregulate, turn on, and tune in your immune system. It's like we're dial- dialing in the dials. We improve circulatory uh, potent uh, status, and we get, we get the digestive power back into place, and then the cells begin to perform at a very robust level. And what happens is you begin to stop sugar cravings naturally. You don't even realize, I, I'm not craving that no more. Oh, I'm not craving the alcohol no more. I'm not looking for the opiate to, you know, to to check out because I feel good. I I, I wake up feeling re- refreshed this morning. Surprisingly, yeah, you know, initially the the sleep is, it fights us a little bit and it doesn't want to respond. But those are all signs and symptoms again that something's up. That your nutritional status is so low, it's so in the dumps that you can't get your body to shut down at night. That's never a good place to be, by the way. Mm-hmm. That means you're very very deficient because your brain is 10 to 35 times more active when you're asleep. So guess how many more nutrients you need to be in a sleep state than to be in a wake state? Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. So a lot of times it takes time for people to, to go through these sleep states. And And what do we have on every corner today? We have sleep clinics everywhere. I was going to say mattress stores too if you're in League City. Oh yeah, totally. And so we're, we're all about getting a better night's sleep. Yeah. And so we're willing to take whatever drug, whatever sound machine, whatever CPAP, APAP, BPAP that you can get your hands on. I need
0: a new mattress. I need new sheets. I need to take this sleeping medicine. Maybe it's the
1: Z-Quil, NyQuil. And all of these are signs of nutritional deficiencies, yeah. not, not a bed deficiency, not a sheet deficiency, not a uh, drug deficiency. You know, these are nutritional foundational, rudimentary deficiencies that are being driven by inflammatory foods that you continually eat, make-believe food that is causing you to have make-believe health. Isn't that good? It is good. And, and, And so the message is that you can open up the body to cellular repair. You can enhance and have graceful aging every day of your life, and you can live out all of your days fully functional in spirit, mind, and body. God told me a long time ago that I can't you know, really tell people that I can help them live to be 125 fully functional in spirit, mind, and body, but what he did say I could do is I could in- help a person live out every day at their most potent cellular expressive level, and their body will perform and be productive and be alive and be vibrant every which way to Sunday, and I think that that is the call of Living Well Clinical Nutrition Centers to give people alternatives to drugs and surgery, to help people see that it's their life, their health, their choice, and to help people equip people, prepare people for the journey, and to help bend their thinking away from the old status quo that, oh, you're getting old, accept it, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm still learning something, and I'm blown away every day that I haven't figured it all out yet. and. The fun for me is that I haven't figured it all out yet, and I keep learning, and I keep getting my mind blown every day. And then I go into practice, and I see people's lives changing, and I and I recognize, you know, the hardest part of my work is helping you just take one more step. And you know, God bless his soul, John D'Onofrio and Joe Thomas. Um, the difference between the winners and the losers is one more step. Let Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center help you take one more step in your wellness journey. help us. Uh, let us help you be a, a compass towards the best expressive nature of your blueprint that God has given you. Let us help you think differently about how you're going to eat and work with food today. Let us help you interact with uh, the things that you put in your body as a fuel source and, and start inventorying what you put on paper, what you eat in uh, and through your day, through your week. And then let's evaluate that together. Let's look at and see where is inflammation sneaking in? Where is the disease formation happening? And is it something that you may be self-induced, knowingly or unknowingly, doing to yourself? And I think when you start on the journey, although sometimes hard, sometimes it seems like a climb, sometimes it seems like a drag, sometimes uh, it's fun and sometimes it's not, consistency in the saddle, moving forward one more step is why we win, Was we always want to push you to go one more step. We want to push you forward to reach your God-given talent and, your, and, and to be the healthiest version of you possible. So never give up. Never stop working at it and recognize always that it is your life, your health, your choice. So choose well today the food, the fuel that you put into your body and know that God will teach you. Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center will teach you. Be open to be taught and recognize that, you know, this is a fun ride. Let's have fun together, and I can't wait to see you the rest of the month. We're going to be talking about more and more and more about inflammation and in food, and we're just going to see where each week goes. If you got questions, comments, concerns, um, uh, it, you know, uh, type into the, our show. If you feel friends that could benefit from our show, share the message with people. We really encourage you to press that share button, like that, bu- like button, and and be re- be on our newsletter list so that we can remind you of our shows every week. We feel like we're bringing a message that can change the dynamic of your children's children's children, a blessing, a legacy that can continue on past even you. No matter if you don't have good health at the moment, start working towards it. You'll get there. And I know that uh, we, everybody at our office will do what we can on our end to serve you uh, to the best possible ability. So God bless everybody. This is Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, 281-554-8600, or visit us at justlivewell.com. This is KHEA Radio.com 99.5 FM. We have people all the time ask us how can we partner?
0: How can we help? If you're watching on social media, the one thing that you can do immediately, even right now, is share our content, especially whenever it's positive and which we always keep it positive, hmm. and whenever it can help benefit you and other people in your life. It can benefit your family members, you know, people that um, there's probably people that you if you've shared this stream, there's probably people that have that have seen the content that you have shared out. And they may never even say anything to you, but it helped benefit their life. So if you go back and listen to this on on, uh, on a, a podcast platform, you can always send that link to somebody. If you're listening on 99.5 FM or KHEARadio.com, streaming live, thank you. Thank you. This is uh, Kickstart. My name's Gardy. Dr. Chop is in on Tuesdays. We talk health, nutrition, alternatives to drugs and surgery. Dr. Chopper, you're awesome. Thank you. I enjoyed it, my man. See you next time.